Thank you for listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name. And we're still here. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. What does motion sound like? With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. What's up, everyone? Daniel Smooth here. I want to show you guys a cool thing we're doing. This podcast is sponsored by Canada Dips, the newest lineup to the dip game, but in CBD form. The Canada Dips lineup features products made for every man's lifestyle. All tins are proudly crafted from the hills of Humboldt County in California. It's filled with flavor and will give you that good vibe that CBD brings to the room. So what are you waiting for? Use the promo code BELLYUP20 in all caps at CandidIps.com for 20% off your next order. That's BELLYUP20 at CandidIps.com. It's time to BS. Hope you're all having a delightful Saturday morning uh, here, wherever you happen to be. But yes, it's the day of the Royal Rumble. We like these things, ladies and gents. We love these things. Anyway, welcome. It's time to BS. My name is Daniel Smooth, and I'm coming to you from the lovely beaches of Long Island, New York. So, uh... Start off with our friends over at DraftKings. Go to dkng.co slash bellyup150. You get $200 off when you bet $5 or more at DraftKings. Uh, and SeatGeek, use the promo code BELLYUPSPORTS at all caps at SeatGeek.com to get $20 off your first purchase. And support our friends over at Hallway Barbershop and Hot Chicken Mama, located at Long Island's Hidden Gym over in Blue Point, New York. All right. Where are we begin? So, uh... It's been a week, but the conference title games for the NFL are this weekend. It's also 10 o'clock in the morning. I've been meaning to get to this earlier this week, but due to unforeseen circumstances of me being tired as hell, um, and just the fact that I really didn't want to do it, I wanted to live stream this, but I have no energy to live stream right now. So, uh, let's see how we got here to the uh, AFC and NFC Conference Championship games. Buffalo loses via heartbreaker, and I mean heartbreaker, to the Kansas City Chiefs over in Buffalo, by the way. Uh, The Bills have a chance to tie the game on a long field goal by Tyler Bass and wide right. Mm. 
why write? That that's all you need to know. It's just Oh god, it's just heartbreaker. Um People are saying the big changes need to be made for the Bills. Um what changes? They're still good. The only one I consider changing is Von Miller. Because that dude has played what ten games this year, has had no sacks. I could be wrong, but fact check me, please. I know I'm wrong. But uh yeah, that's uh that's one thing we don't like. Um yeah, no change to be made. You just gotta play better. Because they're still a great team. They're still a great team. Uh Baltimore. So yeah, Kansas City is uh wins in Buffalo to advance to the AFC championship game. Baltimore wins convincingly over the Texans. I'll just say this. Houston's got a bright future. Houston's got a really, really bright future. D'Amico Ryan, CJ Stroud, that young defense. They're only going to get better. Per points to them. Uh, the Lions make their first NFC Championship game appearance since 1991 uh, with a one point. I think it was a two point victory over the Bucks. But Tampa was going to drive down the field to win, and Baker throws a game ending interception. Detroit will go to San Francisco for the NFC title game. Speaking of San Francisco, the Brock Purdy dick-sucking continues. Um, That's not new. That's not new at all. Uh, Yeah, the Niners will... Brock Purdy didn't play an immaculately great game, but, you know, it's whatever, because Brock Purdy did something... uh, we all were going to some beater meats to Brock Purdy. Like, for God's sakes, people, just stop it. I know you want to throw this narrative because he's a, the last pick in the draft, but for God's sakes, man, just stop. Just stop it. Uh, we'll get to conference championship game preview in a second, but I want to talk about this real quick because we have a major coaching hire. That just happened over the week. Uh, Jim Harbaugh, former head coach over at Stanford, San Francisco, the San Francisco 49ers, and, the, and most recently the University of Michigan, who won a national title game this past season with the Wolverines, has accepted a head coaching position with the Los Angeles Chargers. Uh, they're still... Jokes aside, they're always going to be San Diego to me. But anyway, I digress. The Chargers made a really good move. They made a really good move. Um, if there's any, like there were there were talks about Bill Belichick going to the Chargers, and my immediate thought was that doesn't compute to me because you have a young quarterback with a big investment into him, fifty-two million per year over five years to Justin Herbert. And you want to make the most out of your investment if you're if you're Dean Spanos. So why not go get a guy who, for some godforsaken reason, everywhere he goes, quarterbacks turn out really well with him. Need proof? Andrew Luck, Alex Smith, Colin Kaepernick, J.J. McCarthy this past season with Michigan. Uh, Jay McNamara or some, some shit with Michigan. The entire Michigan tenure. That's pretty much all you need to know. I mean, 
This is going to be a good team. I don't know how much longer because they have to cut a bunch of players on defense. I mean, they could restructure, but even then, I, I would personally restructure all their contracts. Like, hey, Joey Bosa, restructure. Khalil Mack, restructure. Derwin James, restructure. Keenan Allen, restructure or your cut. Um, Mike Williams, too. Just, they're a mess. Tom Telesco made them a mess. Speaking of Raiders, meet your new GM. But yeah, I'm excited for Charger fanhood. Because, for God's sakes, go win some games. Go win some games. Go win some playoff games. Go do some stuff. Because uh, Brandon Staley loved him as a DC. Speaking of, he's going to get the Packers defensive coordinator job. But good Lord, it's a disaster. So as I said earlier in the show, it is the day of the Royal Rumble. It's Royal Rumble week, uh, but the Rumble is today. Uh, it is located over in Tampa Bay, Florida, well, St. Petersburg, Florida, technically, where the Tampa Bay Rays play over at Tropicana Field. Um, and they're doing a really good job. WWE is, and there's plenty of, there, there's some more WWE talk late, uh, towards the end of the show that we'll get to, obviously. Um, but <sighs> my Royal Rumble predictions have remained the same for the last few months. Uh, Bailey wins the Women's Rumble, uh, and then she challenges EO Sky for the Women's World Championship. For the WWE Women's Championship. Sorry, which is considered the Raw Women's title. Um, and then CM Punk wins the Men's Rumble. Uh, do, do I do I read this correctly? That's, that the Men's Royal Rumble is, is the main event of the whole show? Thumbs up. Um, yeah, CM Punk is the favorite to win the Rumble and should be the favorite. Um... And I think he goes after Seth Rollins' World Heavyweight Championship for WrestleMania. That's that's just my overall thoughts and predictions on this whole thing. And I think it's gonna be a good show. We're, we're down for two big of three of four events. Um, Roman Reigns in a Fatal Four Way with Randy Orton, AJ Styles, and LA Knight for the undisputed title, and then Kevin Owens and. Uh, Logan Paul for the United States Championship. That'll be fun. That'll be really fun. I mean, we will see ultimately what happens with both Royal Rumbles. This is my favorite time of the year. This is my favorite time of the year with wrestling because you get the Rumble this month, Elimination Chamber next month, WrestleMania in in April. Oh, so good. It's so great. We're we're going to be fed beautifully, ladies and gentlemen. Why do people hate Jordan Peterson? I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I, I listened to this guy speak. I'm like, wow, this guy's actually pretty freaking brilliant. This guy's actually brilliant. You know, he actually he has some really good points about certain things. Like his daughter, Michaela Peterson, was using the carnivore diet, and it really helped her arthritis and her brain as a whole. I mean, it's just like, wow. And he tried it too and was like, wow, he's fucking brilliant. And then I read like some comments on like, why do people hate this guy so much? Um, I'm going to read through this Reddit post right here. 
In a time where outward masculinity is considered toxic and women embrace mis- misogyny and applauded instead of checked, uh, Jordan Pearson, who is a, he's pro-free speech, blah, 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 has, which, <laughs> Jesus, um, he basically countered feminism and it just, okay, let me be real there. I am not, it's the whole Andrew Tate thing as well, which is, I'm not against Andrew Tate, I'm not against Jordan Peterson. There are some things that the both of them say that make really good points. Like, okay, it is your job as a man to help assist and provide for yourself and for your family and for your loved ones, it is your job to do so. And Jordan Peterson will say, like, hey, you have to, you could speak up about shit that makes you upset as a man. Nothing there's no law that says you have to be a hard ass. And I think we were stuck in this tribalism thing where it's oh you have to believe this one thing. Oh, it's like, oh, I believe this one thing, therefore you have to believe me. Like what? Like what sense does this make? I'm not a smart person by any way, shape, or form. Well, I am, but I'm not like I'm not like a super genius. Let's just throw us in the way. Let's just throw it in there. I gotta stop degrading myself. But my point is just because you're offended by something doesn't make you right. Ricky Gervais. It's like we could throw so many things into the tribalism book. Wrestling, sports, music, as a, movies as a whole. Hell, the entire Star Wars fan base. I'm one of them. There's tribalism there. I just think tribalism as a whole is fucking stupid. And if you... If I ask him, why do you hate Jordan Pearson? Because he's, he's toxic masculinity. What does that mean? What does that mean? It's just one of many things that piss me off on a weird, on a weird basis. And the Andrew Tate argument, like there's some there's some things that I agree with what he says. Like I agree with he when he says like it's really difficult to be a man today because the whole idea of being a man is being attacked. And like yeah, he's right. Some are things I don't agree with. This is definitely not getting posted to TikTok now. Um but the Jordan Peterson argument confuses me because he's very vocal on things that really help people. There's this book called The Twelve Rules of Life, which you know I gotta find as an audiobook for him because I don't have the patience to read. And from what I know, it's a very fascinating book. Um I think you can do this as a whole, like on the outside and just take 10 minutes of your time and reflect on who you are as a person. I spoke about this with Matt over on BS sessions this, that we recorded a couple days ago. Um, you start off as this tiny little piece of steel and Failure and pain are your biggest teachers in life. Failure's representation is the anvil. Pain's representation is the hammer. Failure and pain are the two most important teachers in life. Now, 
uh, to heat up your steel in order in order to forge yourself into the weapon you want to become. It needs heat. Heat's representation is rage. Um, and when your steel is, is heated up, you got to cool it off somehow after forging it into the shape you want it to be. Uh, you need a quench bucket, which in this case, water. Uh, that's representation of sadness. These things need to happen in order to make you better into a better person. Now, sometimes your sword may crack or even break. What happens? You reforge it into either the same thing or something better. Nothing wrong with that. And that's basically what he preaches, what Jordan Peterson preaches. It's like, hey, I want you to be a better person for you, not for anyone else but for yourself. I could be wrong, and that's okay. I don't mind being wrong. I accept being wrong. I'm just some dude behind a microphone who happens to talk some shit. So, yeah. Yeah, this old Jordan Peterson thing is definitely not getting posted to TikTok because they're definitely anti-Peterson and anti-Tate. But anyway, I digress. Ladies and gentlemen, let's take a quick break. Uh, we'll be back in a few minutes. My name is Daniel Smooth, and this is Time to BS. We'll be right back, guys. our friends over at Law Touring Watches for sponsoring Time to BS Podcast. Use the promo code time to bs at LawTouring.com for some sweet deals over on the website. That's time, the number two, and BS at LawTouring.com. It's time to BS. Store or Google Play and talk to some great sports fans. Plus, follow their Twitter page over U Stadium and Instagram over on at U Stadium and get some of uh, the hottest sports news in the market. That's uh, ustadium.com. So, uh, Rams defensive coordinator Raheem Morris hired to be the next head coach of the Falcons. Speaking of Bill Belichick, that was one of the places that Belichick was rumored to go. He actually got an interview with the Falcons, but uh, I, I thought Morris was a better fit because he was the former interim head coach there at the Falcons, and they played pretty well with him. Uh, Dave Canales, who, for those who do not know, is the Bucks off the Tampa Bay, Tampa, Tampa Bay Buccaneers offensive coordinator and former Seahawks quarterback coach, is the new head coach over in the, with the Carolina Panthers. Good fit. I think it's a good fit. Um, Brian Callahan, who's the Bengals offensive coordinator, is the new head coach in Tennessee, which leaves the only two openings left are the Washington Commanders and the Seattle Seahawks. That being said, 
Seattle. Who's giving you the next head coach over with the Seahawks? Some people are saying Mike McDonald with the, as the Ravens defensive coordinator. Some people are saying Ben Johnson, the Lions offensive coordinator. Some people are preaching Dan Quinn. I just want to see a good head coaching hire. I don't care who it is. I, I just want to see some good moves made. That's just me personally. Um, yeah, I'm really torn on either or, honestly, on either one of the three. Why do I feel like they're going to bring in some random guy like Bobby Slowick from the Texans? That'd be cool, though. That'd be really cool, but we'll see. So, NFC Championship game prediction. The Detroit Lions, who make their first NFC title game appearance since 1991, will go on to San Francisco to play the 49ers. Um, Either or, some cities are going to get burned down for how disastrous this might be. Let's make the case for the 49ers. Uh, If San Francisco loses, they're still in cap hell regardless. But now there is going to be some discussion whether or not Kyle Shanahan can win in the big game. There's some major discussions around there. Enter Detroit. Well, Detroit's not going to burn their place. Well, Detroit's not going to burn down. I just think that they're going to, you know, lose some shit and then have and then realize, oh, we have a bright future ahead of us. MCDC and his mostly Dan Campbell and his kneecap biting habits will bring good fortune to Detroit. So I guess one city is going to go up in flames, but I'm not saying for you know. Literally, but you know, just as a joke, you know, that meme of the girl looking back at you while her house is burning down because she knows she did it. That's this situation right here. Either or what happens, chaos will ensue. I think either or it's going to be a close game. Who do I think really wins? It's San Francisco. Because uh, Detroit's going to have a bright future, but part of me wants chaos. Part of me wants chaos to say Detroit wins and then plays Kansas City. Because good God, that would be a phenomenal game. It'd just be filled with chaos and bullshit. And Taylor Swift. <laughs> we don't need that. Okay, fine. I'll get to Taylor Swift in the next segment, but I think this will be a fun game. Two defensive heavyweights duking it out, uh, punching each other in the mouth. It'll be good. It'll be a fun game, but uh, I don't like this pick, but San Francisco wins 27-24 over Detroit. Ah, yes, Baltimore playing host in the AFC Championship game this time. Usually they're going two, but no, the Ravens, for the first time in their franchise history, will host an AFC championship game, but the city of Baltimore, I think, hasn't hosted an AFC title game since, like, the 70s? Yes, Donut, you're correct. Um, But this is going to be a good game. Uh, The Baltimore Ravens against the Kansas City Swifties. By the way, I just want to be clear here. I don't hate Taylor Swift. I can't. 
because it's hard for me to hate someone who has started from literally the bottom of the music industry and worked her way up to the empress of music right now. Hard for me to hate that. Proud of you. Um, it's her fan base I, I completely annoy with. Uh, and now you get the NFL who wants to do nothing but completely slobber over Taylor Swift because they're da- because she's dating Travis Kelsey of the Chiefs. Oh, how much I want chaos. Um, I want Baltimore to win. I want Baltimore to win so bad. Uh, we'll find out tomorrow as this goes out. Um, but the Ravens make this interesting because their defense has been playing unbelievably well. Like, unbelievable. And they're going to have to literally punch the Chiefs in the mouth if they want to win. Kansas City's been here before. They've been here for six straight times. Um, and they're starting to become the Patriots. They've been the Patriots for now on, realistically. But... I am the like I am the Michael Scott face, the unamused face with the Chiefs being here. Like just for God's sakes, it would have been more refreshing if it was the Bills. But anyway, I digress. I think Baltimore wins, and by blowout, by ten, uh, thirty-one, twenty-one, the Ravens win. Don't quote me on that. I'm not reading the script, but we shall see. Speaking of tribalism that I mentioned earlier in the show, um, horoscopes are stupid. I'm saying it right now. I don't care. I mean, I just, I want to get this in there. Because back in my day, (laughs) I sound like an old fart, but no, seriously, back in my day, uh, there were ladies who would specifically judge someone based off their horoscope. Like, I'm a fire sign. Like, I don't care. I do not give a shit. Are you a good person? Like, do you actually have good intentions? Do you have good morals? Do you have a drive to be better as a person? Okay, that's it. That's it. You know, do you actually do you take care of yourself? Like, there's another one. But, like, he he's an air sign. He's such a match for you. <laughs> Get out. To, to the fires of Mount Doom with you and to the, into the great dark land of Mordor. We don't need this bullshit. It's just weird. Like, you judge a personality based off of their... The month they're... Like, when were you born? Like, I don't care. I don't care. It's just, like... What? Like, you judge someone based off of their horoscope. Great. That's just another reason why you have no personality as a human being. I'm an Aries. Like, I don't I don't care. I don't give a 10-piece big flying fuck. I'm a Gemini. It's just the way I am. Like, I don't fucking care. It means you have no personality. If you constantly have, like, this this is my point with tribalism. This is my exact point. If you have to glue yourself to this ideology, 
like just to make you feel special, then you're not fucking special. Hell, I'm going to be real with you. No one on this planet is special. You are not special. If you have to glue yourself to this one person, to this one thing to make yourself feel special, that is on you. That is absolutely on you. That's not attacking anyone. That is not segregating people. That is the truth. Hell, I'll throw myself in there sometimes. I I glue I glued myself to sports and thought that was my entire personality for one point. I don't give a shit. I do not care. You know, I'm a dude who loves to podcast, plays video games, watches sports, watches movies, listens to good music. You know, I'm just fucking chill. I'll tell some jokes from time to time, sometimes dark. But anyway, I have a good time. Like, the second you start talking, you're like, oh, I'm into horror skills. Like, you fucking lost me. You lost me in this conversation. And it's because you have, it's because you're a boring human being. You have no interest other than this thing that is, that you judge people based off of their, their birthday. Oh my God. That's not even the worst thing I'm going to talk about today. But I don't know. Maybe I'm just, maybe I'm just super cynical. Where's that button? The smooth report button. Where is it? Breaking news in the Department of BS here today, here on Long Island, New York. Vince McMahon, the chairman of World Wrestling Entertainment, has resigned. (whistles) Wrong button. I hit hit the wrong button. That's on me. That's on me. There we go. That's that's on me. Um, Yeah, this is big. Uh, Vince McMahon resigned. From WWE, uh, board of directors, and or blah, 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 blah. Now, the big question here you're probably asking yourself is, wait a minute, Vince resigned? For those who know Vince McMahon, will know that this man was preparing to work until the day he dies. Hell, even after he dies. Vince McMahon. Responsible for a majority of our wrestling childhood. Responsible for the largest wrestling empire in the history of forever. Has resigned. Now, the big question here is, why? Why did he resign? A little disclaimer for those listening or watching on YouTube or TikTok or wherever. These details will be very, very disturbing. Um, So, this is... Oh boy, where do I begin? Uh, Vince McMahon from the Wall Street Journal um, has been accused of sex trafficking and sexual assault. Uh, Janelle, Janelle Grant, who was one of the women in Vince McMahon's NDA scandal, was instructed to take sexual photos and videos for uh, former USC and WWE champion. Um, some people are the Wall Street Journal saying Brock Lesnar in attempt to get him to resign him with the WWE, but um, and this goes back nearly four years. Um, <clears throat> I don't know where to start here. This is definitely not going on TikTok. That's for damn sure. Um, but Janelle Grant's lawsuit alleged that she met Vince in a March 2019 
and was looking for a job after her parents had died. McMahon recruited people to have sex with Grant as well as including former WWE's head of town relations, John Laurinaitis, who was named as a defendant in the suit. The suit states that in May of 2019 encounter, McMahon defecated on her head during a threesome. McMahon allegedly forced used sex toys on her, including dildos he named after WWE wrestlers, which that detail alone is fucking funny, uh, causing... The the dildos named after wrestlers. That part's funny. None of the, none of this is is funny at all. None of it. Just get it out there. I'm when I when I found this out, I was blatantly disgusted. Like I was gonna throw up because I never liked Vince. I never I never I found a weird iffy feeling about him when I first like got into wrestling. I was like. Why is it that he seems like a really overly kinky creep? And sure enough, he was. He was. Um, wow. Just wow. Um, and what really gives us away is that there are text messages, screenshots of text messages from Vince. Um, this gets infinitely worse, so I'm not going to read it. I don't want to read the rest of it. (sighs) Shaking again. Um, let's just throw this out there and say hell is not enough for this particular case. Hell is not enough. I, I don't know what else to say. Other than just, I am blatantly grossed out. I'm grossed out, I'm disgusted, I'm angry. And as much as, you know, I appreciated Vince, didn't like him, but I appreciated him for bringing wrestling to the heights of where it is. No coming out of this. And with that being said, he resigned as of yesterday. So, there's that. Hell is not enough. That's it. Where he's going, I don't know what I don't know what the name of it may be. Limbo, something, but uh, torture. Just throwing it out there. I, it, it's torture. It's flat out torture. What he did. I need a shower after all that. I just I need to shower after just reading all that. But uh, that being said, uh, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in to this edition of Time to BS with Daniel Smooth, episode 205. Um, I hope you uh, enjoyed the show. As per usual, I'm coming to you from the lovely beaches of, of Long Island, New York. My name is Daniel Smooth. This has been Time to BS, and I will see you all in this life or the next one. Cheers, guys.